Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hustle Players Podcast. I am your host, Jake, and today we're going to be recapping the Cavaliers vs. Warriors NBA Finals Game 1. You have some, uh, not suspension, sorry. You have some uh, ejections, some fights between LeBron and Curry, some um, very odd plays, a.k.a. J.R. Smith. And, uh, yeah, let's get right into this one. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about here is LeBron James and his team. So I saw some controversy on Twitter saying about JR's uh, play at the end of the game, which we'll get into later. But we're going to talk about here, um, is JR really a great, um, op- the third option? Is like he the actual third option? And he is. Like it's, I don't know why people don't think he is. Like It just makes zero sense. I'm confused when they say that he's not because if you go by shots off of game one, these are the Cavs' options in order, okay? LeBron James, Kevin Love, J.R. Smith, Jeff Green, Larry Nance. Those are the top five options. That is your top five options on the Cavs depending on um, the shots per game in game one. Obviously, shots shots in game one, sorry. So I don't know why people are saying J.R. Smith is no longer a top five option on the Cavs or a top three option. He's a top three option on the Cavaliers. If Jeff Green has a good night, top four, okay? Kyle Korver will never shoot that high volume of shots. He'll usually shoot five or six. If he makes all of them, he has a great night. If he goes one for six like he has before, he'll have a bad night and is not noticeable. So that is the difference between J.R. Smith having a bad game and J.R. Smith not becoming an option because even LeBron said he's never going to give up on JR or one of his teammates. That makes no sense why he would. He needs JR to win this series as bad as that sounds. He needs his bigs. He needs everybody he can get to win this series. So yeah, let's get into the next thing. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is LeBron James, the masterpiece. So, um, yeah, 51 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, 19 for 32 shooting. LeBron, sir, you're going insane. The only thing that I didn't like about what LeBron did in the game is he reverted to the ISO from about the 7th minute in the 4th quarter to the 3rd minute in the 4th quarter. I think if he had moved the ball around a little bit more and got it back to him, he could have definitely expanded the lead out from what it was and definitely could have been in a position, a position to win by more than what J.R. Smith would have done at the end of the game, which we'll talk about soon. But... I think if he reverted from away from that a little bit, then they would have been okay. I think they could have went a couple different directions, and I also think they need to stop playing Jordan Clarkson. I think most people do. Um, I don't know why they're playing him. He was 2 for 9. He had a terrible game, but that's not the topic of this. Uh, LeBron had decent help, but he had to do it by himself. He scored almost half the team's points. but they. I mean, the help needs to play better. Kevin Love played pretty well, 9 for 20, but he didn't shoot well from 3, 1 for 8. So, all in all... It was a bad, not a very great performance from the Cavs bench, but the Warriors, it shouldn't have even been a, a game in overtime. I just wanted to talk about how LeBron reverted to an ISO every single possession for a couple of minutes, and I thought that was really dumb. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is the Trevson Thompson, um, to, uh, what's it called, ejection, and... It was probably one of the worst ejection calls I've ever seen in my entire life. Tristan Thompson's not known for a, being hostile, nor anybody is really in the series besides Draymond Green, and they threw him out after one thing? Like, I understand there was a couple things earlier in the game, but you can't just throw someone out for something as simple as what he did. It was barely... Sean Livingston shoots the shot, he like barely contests and gives him a little push, knowing, like, come on, man, don't do that, and they toss him? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I understand it was the end of the game, but they can... That, that is just... 
it's a bad look for the NBA because uh, it's not just about the Tristan Thompson uh, ejection. It's also about other calls. The l- reverse on LeBron's uh, charge, I didn't think that was that bad of a... I think they shouldn't have re- reviewed it in the first place since he was outside of the restricted area, but clearly he was. But it was the right call. He was an established defender, in my opinion. He was still shuffling, trying to get to the spot. That's just me. I could, you guys can have different opinions. So let me know on my Twitter when I tweet this out. But Warriors got all the calls down the stretch, and it does not look good for the NBA, especially after J.R. Smith lost the game for them. It does not look good. Just another reason why people are angry that the Cavs lost game one. So I just want to talk about the officiating interest in Thompson's ejection. As you all know, I had to get to this J.R. Smith. Blew the game. So let's talk about this real quick. So J.R. Smith caught the offensive rebound, looks up, sees the clock is low, dribbles the ball out, looks at LeBron. So this is my theory on this. Not a theory, an um, inference, as you could say. I think that J.R. Smith dribbled it out to look for open three. When J.R. Smith didn't see that he'd open three, he assumed, oh, LeBron's going to call a timeout, so let me stop. When LeBron doesn't call a timeout, Smith panics, pass it to the corner, George Hill gets blocked, game goes into overtime. He said to LeBron on the court, he didn't know what the score was, but then said after the game he knew what the score was. I'm confused. Maybe you should stop drinking so much Hennessy and uh, maybe worry about some game, um, game time actually, yeah, worry about the game. Um, this is just another dumb mistake that's going to give J.R. Smith a tough time on Twitter and Instagram for the next couple of decades. No one's ever going to forget this. This is the, If the Cavs lose in seven, I think I have them winning in seven, but if they lose in seven, J.R. Smith will never, ever live that down. His legacy will be being the dumb guy that dribbled the ball out to the three-point line when there was a tie game, thinking that they would have won the game. Like I have never seen something so ridiculous in my entire lifetime. I was just distraught. I thought it was hilarious, but I was distraught. So, uh, yeah, I, I have really no words for the Hennessy God. Let's get into the outro. Okay, everybody, so this is going to wrap up the episode 16 for Hustle Plays Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. This has been your host, Jake, talking about the Cavs-Warriors Game 1 NBA Finals. Thank you so much for listening again. I just want to shout out my other podcast, Hustle Plays 2K. 1.6 thousand applauses. Thank you guys so much. Make sure to do the same on this. Um, It would mean so much to me. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. I've been putting a lot of effort into my podcast recently. I've been trying to get better, trying to do as much as I can. So... Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I'll catch you guys in the next podcast, and uh, have a great day.